0: That's what happens when the emotion has us, when we are so in it and it's costly. Truthfully, everybody needs help. Truthfully, we are all carrying the unresolved emotions of our parents who are carrying the unresolved emotions of their parents. It's generational. Welcome to another episode of Rich in Relationship and I'm Rich Heller, your host. And we are focusing right now on divorce. Why Why would we stay in the world of divorce? Because sadly, January and February are the months when the most divorces happen. And we wanna make sure that if you're thinking about divorce, if you're getting divorced, or if you're just starting a divorce, that you have all the tools, all the information that you need to have a transformative divorce, not one that is punishing, not one in which you suffer, not one in which your children are in agony, but one in which you personally are transformed and are the shining light for your family. And not coincidentally, today's episode is called Guiding Lights, Navigating Divorce with Professional Support. So it's about the people who can help you shine, right? And I'm not talking about the legal end of it, right? On the legal end, you've got the lawyers, you've got the forensic attorney, the forensic accountant, you've got the a lawyer for the, the attorney for the children and all that stuff. That's, I'm talking about the optional support, which I think might be vital. And now I'm going to tell you why. The reason is that any legal experience has at least two sides to it that we can talk about. There is the legal side. and then there's the emotional side. I don't need to tell you that. If you're thinking about divorce, you are having some emotions. Let me tell you, if you're in the divorce process, you are deep into emotion. you un- you know, you know what I'm talking to you about here. The question is, what do we do with all that feeling? The question is, how do we transform a well of sadness, hurt, and fear, or for some people, anger and blame and resentment, into a positive? How do we go from what are recognized as uncomfortable, unwieldy, and negative emotions, destructive emotions, to emotions like hope, like faith, like confidence, or even joy when we're in the midst of taking apart our marriage. How do we do that? Most of us don't have a handbook for that, but a good professional will. And there are different kinds of professionals out there who can help you with this. There are coaches. all right. I, for example, specialize in helping people who are divorcing someone toxic on the other side. I help them to figure out how they can detox themselves first, And how can they protect their children and allow their children to have a relationship with that person? Second, I work as a parent coordinator in many cases, helping parents who can't figure out how to parent together. To parent together, right? That's what a coach does, or therapists, for example. Therapists will help us unravel Gordian knots of emotion, maybe from our childhood, or maybe from something traumatic that happened to us that's getting in the way, or maybe. Something that happened in the marriage that we just can't seem to let go of. They'll help us talk through it and figure out what the roots of it are so that we can let it go. And also counselors, you know, counselors can be of help too. The difference between the three is that, well, for example, I'm trained as a therapist. I got a master's in social work. I did work with people, families for years. Did work with at-risk youth for years, but I function as a coach. Why do I do that? Right, because I want people to come through their work with me, achieving a goal. My criticism of me as a practicing therapist was that we would talk, and we would talk, and we would talk, and we would talk, and sometimes we wouldn't get to a solution. In the coaching process, we're very solution-oriented. We still do some talking, but we don't unravel those deep Gordian knots. Now, my criticism of coaches as one is that sometimes because we don't unravel those deep Gordian nuts, we give people emotional workarounds so they can function at the moment, but it doesn't help them as a long-term plan. So we're great at helping people move through stressful times with short-term solutions. Therapists very often go with and do the deep work that's going to help them be at peace with the part of their life that they may not be at peace with. And counselors similarly are trained in the same way. That's the difference between these three things. And you may want all of them. You may only need one of them. The question is how do you know when to look? All right. You know when to look when you are, when your emotions are having you a good deal of time. What do I mean by having you? What I mean is. He's late to bring the kids to your, t- to your home to visit and doesn't call. And you go off in a major way. And you're like, ah, how could you do that? You consistently don't communicate with me. You know what? I'm going to go to my lawyer about this. And that kind of emotion will. And you go to your lawyer and you go, you wouldn't believe he was two hours late. He didn't text me. He didn't call me. He had some. Harebrained excuse that the kid was vomiting and he was overwhelmed They didn't know what how to handle it. I don't believe him. I think he's just trying to shortchange me. And your th- your lawyer goes to court and says to the judge, This guy, you wouldn't believe him. Dah, 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 dah. And the guy's lawyer says, No, no, no. We have evidence here. You know, the witness, eyewitness, da-da-da-da-da. And the judge finally, after hours of legal work on both sides, the judge says something like, All right. You know, it was clearly a misunderstanding. You, sir, don't let that happen again. Miss, if it happens again, I'm gonna make sure I cover that for you. And they move on. So you both spend a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars each. Each of you, parents of your children, each of you spend two, three, maybe you spend more, five, ten thousand dollars over this incident because the emotion has you. And whose money are you spending really? You're spending your kids' college money. And you're giving it to your lawyers so their kids can go to college. That's what happens when the emotion has us, when we are so in it, so in our hurt, so in our fear that we go to anger, resentment, those built up resentments come out. When they have us, we are reactive. We are out of control and it's costly. It's costly to our children. It's costly to the process. It's financially costly. And who really wants to live like that? What we want is we want to be proactive. What is proactive? Proactive means the emotion comes up. He shows up late with the kids. He says, oh, the kid was throwing up. I didn't have the opportunity to text you or call you. The emotion comes up and we say something like, Tom, I feel angry right now when you show up with the kids late. And don't text me and call me because you used to do that in the past and I'm afraid it's going to happen in the future. Can we talk about it? And Tom says, no, 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 no. Yeah, let's talk about it, but I promise you it'll never happen again. No, Tom, you've said that before, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it with our parent coordinator or let's talk about it later. And you choose a less expensive path to resolve the problem because the truth is that you and Tom, or if you're Tom, you and Velma, if your wife's doing that with you, you're going to be parenting these kids for years after court is over and the judge isn't going to be part of it. And if you can't figure out how to work together, you might end up back in court spending the rest of your kids' college money, right? Being proactive is going to keep you from doing that. Owning your emotions, expressing them responsibly. That's the path to a lower cost divorce for you and your children. And so if you find yourself riding those emotional waves, maybe you're really depressed, maybe you're really sad, maybe you're really feeling it all the time, you're sleeping late, you're depressed, those are the times to get professional help. That's the time to lean into a coach. That's the time to lean into a therapist or a counselor. That's the time so that they can help you to transform, to let go of that stuff, to explore it, let go of it, move on, and be proactive. You know, for some people, there's a stigma around embracing support. One of the beautiful things about hiring a coach is there's no stigma around coaching, by the way. I mean, there's, there's a stigma around therapy. Uh, when we think about coaching, we think about football coaches. We think about gymnastic coaches. We think about business coaches. So why not a divorce coach? There's no, no stigma around that. There shouldn't be a stigma around therapy. I've had years of therapy. I've functioned as a therapist. Truthfully, everybody needs help. Truthfully, we are all carrying the unresolved emotions of our parents who are carrying the unresolved emotions of their parents. It's generational. If you do a family tree and plug in who got divorced, who had infidelity, who had bankruptcy, you'll find that these things are actually passed on from generation to generation to generation. One parent teaches it to their children, the next child teaches it to their children, and so on and so forth. And so we can actually break genealogical patterns by getting the right kind of help. And we can create something better for our children. So if there are people in your life who are saying, oh, therapy, oh, coaches, put that aside because you're doing something For your children, you're doing the best thing for your children that you could possibly do, and that is helping yourself. That's learning to be proactive. I have had clients who have come to me physically broken down, who are clinically depressed, who got help with the depression, with a psychiatrist, who had a therapist working with them, and who worked with me as a coach to figure out how they were going to handle their relationship with the other parent and have mad success, right? Because what we would do is we would figure out what's a win for the other person? How do we set it up so they feel like they're winning? How do you present things to them so they feel like it's their idea and they come to you with it? How do you do this so that you can have a working relationship with them? It doesn't matter who gets credit. What matters is that you have a working relationship that benefits the children. What do you need to get started on this? First, I would suggest that you just take a look at your emotional state. Take a look at what's driving you. Take a look at what are the feelings that are coming up for you and how are you handling them? Are you having trouble getting out of bed in the morning? Are you stuffing your feelings with food? Are you starving yourself rather than eating? These are all signs that your emotions are having you. Are you blowing up? all over the place. Are you blowing up with the other parent? Are you blowing up in front of the children? Are you talking smack to the children about the other parent? Are you using the children to pass messengers on to the other parent? Are you exploding when the children come to message with messages to you from the other parent? These are all signs that there's something going on emotionally that you might need some help with. And if you've got any of those things going on, reach out to me. I'll give you a free call. I'll help you find the right professional for the right problem. By the way, if you call me, it's not a sales call. It's a coaching call. I'm going to sit down with you. and I'm going to talk to you about next steps. You can reach out to me at rich at R-I-C-H at R-I-C-H-I-N-R-E-L-A-T-I-O-N-S-H-I-P.com. I've got a slew of professionals I can refer you to if you're in a state where I don't know a professional, I'll help you find one. I'll help you find the next steps. I'll help you clarify what it is you need and who to reach out to and how to find them. And I'll follow up with you. I follow up with everyone who calls me on a, on a call. Why do I do that? Because honestly, complete transparency, I was in a divorce where one of the parents was absolutely raging, all right? And I, I don't want your kids to go through that. I was in a divorce where one of the parents was not only raging to the other parent, but raging with the kids. If we did anything wrong, we got screamed at when that divorce was going on. It was torture. It was painful. And what I learned to do is I learned to fight back. I learned to yell back. I became raging myself. And it took me years to untangle the threads of that behavior so that I stopped raging at the people that I loved. I don't want your kids to go through that. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I do this work. That's why I do those calls. Hey, so if you like what you're hearing here, I want you to subscribe. Uh, I'd love you to comment on this podcast if there's something that I've said that is helpful or that you disagree with. I want to hear about it. I want you to share your stories. I want to share. I want you to share what's working for you. I want you to share stories of professionals that you've worked with that have worked for you because every professional you tell me about that you worked with is somebody I put in my Team 100 list that I can share with someone else down the line. I want to know all about what's happening with you. With that, I say thank you. Have a wonderful day despite what's going on in your life. And again, always feel free to reach out.